Welcome to Hometown Highlights, where we sit down with professionals, business owners, and community members. There are so many unique and incredible stories in the individuals and businesses that surround us every day. Here on Hometown Highlights, we bring attention to these stories and bring them to the spotlight. We also want to thank our sponsors at Hitchings Insurance. We appreciate their support in creating this podcast. Now, let's jump into the conversation. Hello and welcome to an episode of the Hometown Highlights podcast. I'm the co-host Dom Fry here with uh, my guest co-host for today, Brock Coleman. Brock, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm doing real good. Good. Very excited uh, for today's interview. Um, you know, special story, a lot of adversity that has faced you know him and his football team and their community. It's really cool just to be able to highlight that and kind of share um, you know those ins and outs that they have had uh, you know over specifically the last six months, longer than six months, like nine months or so. Uh, so let's welcome on our guest, Mike Lento, head coach of the Lakota football team. Mike, how are you doing today? Doing great, guys. Thanks for having me. Um, anytime we can talk about uh, our kids, our community, our program, um, uh, we take advantage of it. So thank you for the opportunity to be here to, to talk about our kids and, and, and what we're doing here at Lakota. Yeah. So let's, to get started, let's just ask a couple, you know, icebreaker questions, get to know you a little bit better as an individual, Mike. Uh, you know, first question, you know, we spend a lot of time on our phones and technologies nowadays. And are you an iPhone user or an Android? Uh, I have an iPhone. I Now, I don't know if I use it correctly or if it uses <laughs> me, but uh, uh, I'm one of those guys that, you know, I, I'm, I'm not I'm not old, but I'm not young. But I, I just technology and me just I, I got to continue to learn how to adapt with it. And so. It's been fun uh, learning it, but like I said, I'm an iPhone. I'm not sure if I'm a user, but I have one. <laughs> You're an owner of an iPhone. That's right. All right. Good to know. Uh, are you more of a night person or a morning person? Ooh, you know, I'd say, well, I don't know if I sleep or if I get up early or what the issue is, but, uh, you know, work late at night, a lot of phone calls, got a lot of uh, uh, West Coast uh calls I got to jump on. So their calls are usually on their time. So our time, you know, we're three or four hours behind. So it's 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock sometimes with conference calls. And then, you know, I'm, I'm up in the morning about 5.30 doing some journaling, doing some reading, personal development. So um, I try, I just try and sleep fast. <laughs> Make the most of those hours that you do sleep. Right. <laughs> Instantly going, isn't REM sleep? Is REM like the deepest yeah, level? deepest level, yeah. You, yeah, you skip all the... Just straight to it. Uh, we try. Try to it. <laughs> awesome. And last question, you know, it's the icebreaker for you, is what is something that most people don't know about you or maybe a fun fact about you? So um, I joined 4-H just so I could be around my wife. Well, well, she's my wife currently, right? But she's my girlfriend in high school. And um, with as big and strong and and, and tough as I am. Uh, my 4-H project was um, riding a cart behind a miniature horse. <laughs> That's good. I never knew that about you. Let's see. There you go. <laughs> the fun fact. That's awesome. <laughs> okay. Well, let's jump in then uh, to kind of the meat and potatoes, so to speak, of the episode. So first, I guess let's provide a little bit of a background. So you are, again, as mentioned, the head football coach at Lakota High School. 
Uh, you know, how long have you been the head coach? And I guess, you know, how long have you been a part of the Lakota community? Yeah, so last last year was, you got the school bell going off. Last year was my uh, fifth year, my fifth full year. Uh-huh. So this kind of goes, into, we're going into my sixth season now. Okay, so I've been there for for five years and being involved with that. And what are, um, you know, outside of coaching, I guess, like how do you, how else are you involved with the Lakota community? Um, so obviously I'm, I am, I'm a business instructor here, leadership instructor here, um, and enjoy that process. Um, the, the crazy part is, is, um, I came into education because I seen a gap, right. Of, of things we wanted to meet with our students. Just me as a coach, I seen our kids graduating and they're, do I go to college? Do I not go to college? And like that last, like, you know, two weeks of, oh my gosh, I'm not sure what to do. And I said, well, how can we tie that in? So um, for the past four years, up until this past year, I was the ISS district sub, you know, so getting getting blessed to be asked um, to be the head football coach here after the interview process. I knew that in order to change the culture here, I had to be in the building. And so I, w- I was blessed with my business. I run out, you know, outside there with my wife and all the opportunities I've had. I had the, the, the ability to come into the school system. And so about a year ago, um, I'd say it's about a year and a half ago. It's because it's been about a year process of, of planning and making it happen. I went to our principal and says, listen, I want to do more. I want to add more. Uh, there's some things that I see on a daily basis with my business relationships that I have with individuals in the community, along with what I'm doing in my business. And it just, I, I want to offer more. And so kind of with that process had to go through the, the routes I did and uh, found out that I got I. I have my I have my undergrad in business administration, concentration sports management. I got my master's in um, business administration, concentration in healthcare, and so um, it all linked up with my my business background and what I've done. That I could go for a short amount of time to get uh, certified as a teacher. Um, so I'm kind of going through that process. Got about a year and a half left. Um, to become a business instructor here. So I'm going to be teaching financial literacy. So I'm going to be begging you guys to come in and talk to my group, my classes um, every once in a while, because I, I think I like to keep that relevant. And then I teach uh, career college readiness. I have a leadership program and then um, team leadership as well. Awesome. So you talked about, you know, wanting to get involved with the school then, you know, to kind of make an impact on the culture as far as the team. You know, what I guess, can you explain a little more in depth, like, what do you mean by that? Like, what does building a culture look like to you? But also, like, practically, what does that look like? Yeah, so, I mean, you know, it, it's it, building a culture is tough, um, I, I, how, however you look at it. And it's not it's not building the culture itself. It's getting the people the, um, that are all involved to buy in, right? So I was the fifth coach in six years, hmm. all right? So, um, and so it was a revolving door. Um, and what was it? I'm not sure what it was. Um, I knew it was going to be tough. Um, and also I don't know if guys came in for the right reasons. Heck, I don't even know if I do the, a good job most of the times, you know, um, kind of evolving, but, uh, you had to come in and pour love, um, onto the kids, um, knew that they were here, um, instantly, um, I had the ability and I, I told the school, no matter what I do, no matter what we do, we're going to be all in. Um, and so we brought our kids here instantly. We had open enrolled them. Um, now actually where we're, we built, it's kind of crazy. It's like almost a split school district, but where we built, we're like 10 feet into the Lakota school district line. So now we're no longer open enrolled. I actually just sent my first bill 
to the office to say, listen, take my kids off open enrollment that are actual Lakota students. <laughs> um, you know, so getting get involved that way. And then, like I said, coming in and just pouring it in and pouring love. And then not just about football, right? It's about the entire entirety of our programs, right? How do we all work together? How do we get our coaches to work together? Um, and, and then checking on the kids during their great. I mean, just all that behind the scenes stuff that takes away from the, the Friday night lights, right? Is, is, is what builds that program and the consistency of that program and the consistency of coaches. Um, and for a while um, there it was, it was tough for me um, to get, I would say consistent quality coaches. Um, I was blessed to have Shane Jacoby. Um, he's been in the area for so many years, coaching so many different programs. I mean, he's in my, my eyes, he's, he, I mean, he's, he's, he's legendary, right? If you talk to anybody about him or he's been his past players, I mean, I mean, he's, he's held in a high regard. And um, I knew that he was in the building um, when I applied for the job. And, and if he wouldn't have said, yes, I'll be on your staff. Yeah, Cause I, I'm still learning how to be a head coach every day. Um, I don't know even know if I was ready to be a head coach when um, that opportunity came, um, you know, five years ago, but I called him. So listen, I, can you help guide me? Can you help this? And so, yeah, he was in. So then now, not, not that we just have one guy in the building with, with me, right? Because I got the opportunity to be ISS district sub. Now I've got two guys in the building, you know, at, at Lakota. He was previously coaching at Macomb. So we went from having zero coaches in the building to having two coaches in the building instantly, right? And so just to kind of get to know the kids on a daily basis, high five smiles and things, you know, of that nature, I think is key in any program. Um, and uh, like I said, I can't, I'm going to take a moment here and, can't thank Shane enough because Shane's finally you know, kind of stepping away. I kicked him out. You know, I said this and, you know, um, if I want to kick him out, I don't think he'd been done. So he's going to take a year off. <laughs> we'll see what he gets into, but uh, uh, blessed to have that, um, that aspect there. But I mean, like I said, then that's it. And we started doing, so I, we started doing leadership breakfast. Um, something I do every Friday morning um, is we bring, bring the kids in and it's open to anybody. It's open to the community. It's open to adults. It's, it's listen here, here's what we do. And so we do a leadership breakfast. And we just talk about leadership. We talk about commitment. We talk about adversity. We talk about all these things that that life brings us in our and our as you, as you start to adult or have more years on life, right? The challenges that we see on a daily basis, we just bring those stories in, bring guest speakers in. So we do that every Friday during football season, and then once football season is over, we do it once 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 a month on a second or 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 a first excuse me Friday, depending on what you know when it falls, when we're here at school. So, I mean, and like I said, doing that stuff, building with, with, with our, our entire, our entire athletic program, you know, to know that we're here for each other. We're here to do it together. Um, and I think that's, that's important at any school, but I think it's most important at smaller schools. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's cool. The way that, you know, you stepped in and you said that, you know, wanted to build that consistency, you know, a lot of change year after year. Um, you know, and that was a goal of yours, build that culture through consistency, uh, you know, and one of the very first things you said as well is just pouring love on kids and letting them know that they, you know, whether they are athletes again or not athletes and providing, you know, you said that leadership, uh, it's really cool the Friday mornings um, to have that for your athletes, but also for any other students or anybody involved in the community. Absolutely. That's cool. You have any questions at the moment, bro? No, I, one thing I, I wanted to point out was when I heard about the leadership breakfast you put on, it was a great idea. Um, man, what those kids can get out of those breakfasts and what you teach. Uh, just 
it's more than football. Like you said, culture. It's, it's definitely creating a culture there. Absolutely. That's cool. So then let's, you know, we kind of transition then to, um, you know, more recently. So you're coming up into your fifth year at Lakota, starting the fall 21 season. At the very beginning of the season, you know, coming into um, school year, football season, you know, what were your goals? What was the hopes? What was kind of the thought process going into this football season at the very beginning? Oh, man. Um, I guess to have a obviously a, a normal year. Um, and I'll, I'll touch base on it here in a minute, but obviously, you know, uh, we knew we had a lot of guys coming back, um, as far as a senior group. Um, it was actually, these, these kids were eighth graders and I went to them as, as a junior high program, watched what they were doing. And, and I stood in front of them after their last game. And I said, if you guys stay, I will stay. I will not bail on you. Like any other coaches bailed on this program. I, if you stay, I will stay because in the past we've had a lot of individuals transfer out of Lakota to go somewhere else to play football or look at other sports. Do I blame them? No. I mean, obviously if a dad, you're looking at program and, and with the shape of our programs where they were at, I, I don't blame them. But at the same time, I wanted them to know, like if they stay and, and you don't look to go elsewhere, we'll build it. It's going to take time. It's going to, it's, it's going to be difficult. We're going to have ups. We're going to have some downs. All right. But I'm going to stay with you. And so we were excited just for that fact that that was, that was their group, right? That was that senior group. And there was uh you know, I, there's, there was 12 of them, um, most seniors that I've had since I've been here. And uh, they, they've, they've seen some ups and some downs just kind of within the program and, and being behind it. You know, I go back to my first year. It was just, it, it was, it was awesome. I mean, the, the, you could have brought any coach, I think, that could have came in in my first year and, and poured love. And those guys would have just, they would have gone to bat for you. Um, great group of kids, hard workers, not overly talented whatsoever. They didn't question anything we, we asked them to do. Um, and they just did it and they, they responded, uh, or unfortunately that year we had a kid, uh, break his leg in the, in the second game. So huge tragedy there. Um, it was crazy. We, we were up, um, 17, zero, and then we ended up losing 18 to 17 to Gibsonburg. And that's when Gibsonburg was on the runs of 10 and 0, 10 and 0, 10 and 0. And we were, you know, and so we just we we end up having a successful season, but just couldn't get past those little adversities that we had had um, coming into the next year. Um, one of my coaches uh, had a had a mild heart attack. Then you come into the, the, the next season. Um, uh, I had a coach uh, lose his son, gets a phone call week one game one as I'm walking up to set the headsets in. And just got a phone call that he had lost his son. Um, and that same game, our, our quarterback um, breaks his thumb on a strong hand, dislocates it. And then our backup quarterback in the same game, eight minutes later, gets rolled up on and explodes his ankle. And so now we're left with like no quarterbacks. And so I had to adjust an entire offense uh, that next week and end up having this direct snap diamond offense, which I'm glad we came up with it because I still use it to this day. Um, and then obviously we had COVID a couple of years ago, right? And when COVID happened, I mean, that was not, that's not a normal year. I mean, we're going up to like July 31st. Are we going to have a season? Are we not going to have a season? Or we get the phone call that we're in. And so now we're scrambling around to get the guys and, you know, put everything together. Basically no scrimmages, going to a game. You're playing a six game season. Everybody makes the playoffs, trying to get games in just so you can have your seniors, you know, have the year that they can possibly have. 
And then um, we go into this year. So we're, we're looking for a normal year this year. We're looking, you know, like, as we're like, I'm thinking, man, you know, let's go. This is, this is it. And um, it, it uh, proud of our kids. Cause if it wasn't for our kids being as resilient that they were, um, they made this year as normal as it possibly could have been. Mm. Um, and in that aspect. Yeah. You know, that's a lot of, a lot of on the field adversity. You know, you mentioned like prior to this year and a lot of injuries and, you know, you know, not having quarterback, um, you know, and a lot of changes on the field and obviously things being much different with this season. Uh, and unfortunately, it was very early on when you, you know, Coach Otney uh, tragically passed away in a car accident. And that was after a game, correct? Like on a Friday? It was, that was after a game. Um, and it's crazy because um, that's that's about 150 yards from where I'm building. Mm-hmm. Um and so, yeah, it was, it was after a game. Um, I'll, never, I'll never forget. I'll just segue into it. I'll never forget it because I had gotten a call on the way home asking if everything was all right. And I'm like, yeah, why? They go, well, there's there's an accident. And they thought it could have been a Lakota coach. And I'm like, oh, no. I So I instantly started calling all my coaches. And the only person that didn't answer was, was Coach Johnny. And it's not uncommon for him to not answer when he was his family because, you know, I, I should take, you know, more lessons you know, from, from, from John that way is when he was with his, was with his family, he's with his family. And he not, and so it wasn't uncommon from the answer. I had pulled into my in-laws where I was staying at, you know, I was my wife and I, as we were building our house and like life light went over and like, you instantly get sick. Okay. About, is it a kid? You know, even here at school, you'll hear sirens after school and like, Oh my gosh, you kind of get that, you know, that, that fatherly, you know, parent like sense of like, Oh, hope nothing went wrong. And then, like I said, it was a uh, one seventeen in the morning. I got a phone call from his wife, and uh, uh, he had he had tragically passed in, in, in a tragic car accident, head-on collision. Hmm. And uh, yeah, no, it was it was it was crazy, you know, because you talk about building staffs, and I had been talking for with him for five years, you know, come on, come on, staff, come on, staff, because he's a quality individual, knows the game, mm-hmm. and finally, you know, got him over. And so to have that happen week two. Um, I mean, and the, the instant impact of what John made on our kids, it showed through our kids' faces, you know, and, and the way that they, all of our kids, um, the way that they responded or when, when they heard the news, um, when they went to the, the funeral home to be with his wife and his kids and the family and, and things of that nature. But uh, that was probably one of the toughest things I, I had to do. Now, you know, when I was in college, uh, we lost a, a um when I was in high school, we lost a student tragically. Um, I was a sophomore. This student happened to be a senior. Um, and then when I was in college, we lost a college teammate. And I'll never forget the phone call uh, when my dad said, listen, you know, you're not going to want to do this, but uh, I think some of your guys have been in a car accident. It's not good. Can you run up to St. V's? Because none of them had any ID on them. And uh, they actually, the state trooper called me knowing that you were a player, you know, so Tough, tough deal there. So I, I think all those things kind of, in a way, not prepared me because nothing prepares what we went through. But also, um, you know, I had to like think on my toes because, you know, from one seventeen in the morning and you guys know we're just talking about phones. Um, this is going to hit the news. This is going to hit social media. This is going to and like I'm trying to call our administration. I mean, and it's, you know, two o'clock in the morning. Who's up? And I'm just trying to get like what do I do? Do I get brief counsel? What do I, there's, I mean, there's no plan here. Right. 
and I didn't get nothing. Um, so I had texted all my coaches that night and said, listen, um, Hey, um, early in the morning, I need you guys at the office at seven, not seven 30. Uh, cause I, we gotta, we gotta discuss things. And none of those guys knew, none of those guys heard anything. I didn't tell them through a text. I didn't want them to tell them through a text. They all thought we were there, um, to, you know, uh, talk about the game and we had just lost to a very good Elmwood team wanted some adjustments and I just I got them all in there and I said guys the kids are coming in I don't know what to do again I leaned on on Shane here for for his expertise a little bit and his wisdom of like how do we handle this um because I don't want the do do we tell them do we not tell them do we go to our JV game what's the deal but guys uh I told him John John passed and it was like silence for five minutes you know, and then like I said, God bless Shane because he was like, okay, guys, we got to go to work. Okay. We, we got to figure this out, go to work. And he says, Mike, you need to go out and talk to the bus driver, tell the bus driver, we may not be going. All right. And so I, I went out to the bus driver. So listen, we may not be going. I don't know if you've heard. She's like, no. So I let her know what had happened. And I said, I'm going to talk to our kids. I'm going to let our kids make the decision. And then uh, we're going to go from there. So all the kids had gotten there. Um, and I, I honestly, I didn't even at that point, I didn't, we got parents square. We got emails. I didn't tell any of the parents because I didn't want the parents to, to tell the kids. I wanted it to come from us um, as a staff first, um, just for that trust factor, right? We, we, we spend so much time to build relationships with our kids, you know, um, and I wanted them to trust us and lean on us. And I mean, there's no easy way to, to, to say it. Um, you know, I, I, I'm, you know, breaking up thinking about it now is like, you know, you're standing in a bunch of, of, of 45 young men who probably never faced strategy in, in their lives, you know, um, maybe one or two of them, but it, uh, have never experienced that. They had just talked to coach eight hours before, you know? Um, and so just telling them and they, they broke, they broke down I mean, they broke, I mean, which they should have. Right. And I was, I was proud to see it, but also we got to, Hey guys, what do you guys want to do? We got a JV game. What do you want to do? And instantly, man, I'll tell you what, if it wasn't for our young guys who are going to lead our program here in the, in the next couple of years, I don't know where we would have gone because our young men were like, listen, coach, want us to play. They made that decision. It wasn't the coaches. It wasn't our seniors. It was our young guys. Our young guys said, let's go. And uh, so, okay, so they, they decided to go. We decided to go back to work and, 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 you know, watch film and stuff. And, you know, so – and again, that, that whole process there, you know, that whole next week, it was crazy. Our kids were ready to play focused. It was their release. And then on Thursday, we get the phone call that Northwood canceled on us because they had, you know, contact tracing. And I'm like, I went to our AD. I go, you got to find us a game. I don't care who it is. I don't care if we call the Cleveland Browns. Our kids need to play. Our kids need to play. We have to play. They, they, they got to have, they got to get this out. I go, I have to coach. I go, we got to go. We, this is, this is what we're doing. And so we were able to find a game and, and, and play. So it was proud of our kids. I mean, it really are. It really is because, you know, um, I guess I can just kind of segue into it. If you want me to, I mean, if you've got questions, I can just segue into our other, you know, our other situation that we had. What? Go ahead. You can go first. I, I just want to talk about the, the, the feeling of your program starting you know, the tragedies. And the support you've seen, it's got to be, I mean, you talk about your administration, you talk about your coaches and your kids, but the community had to rally around you in this time of need um, and come together. Oh, unbelievable. Um, I mean, just, just, and not just like 
our community, but like, you know, the community, like just the entire like community, the football community, the fraternity of coaches, the fraternity of, of fans, the fraternity of just, you know, people that there are things like, I got two footballs back here. Uh, I got one out to you know, these, right. I mean, the, the day after Carrie sends a football signed by their captains, like we're, we're there, you know, a bunch of kids reach out. And then our, our, our parents were fantastic. Our parents were great. Our parents just, they wanted to release. And, and I'll tell you what, just having, again, it's a process to gain trust, right? But just having the trust of our community, having the trust of our administration, have the trust that they have in, in us coaches, right? With the program, you saw it because I'm like, there's some things you just don't have the answers for. And you say, run with it. You guys want to put ribbons on the fence and just have people come in. You guys want to buy t-shirts and, and just go. And everything was done in, in, in the way it needed to be done with, with heart, with integrity, with ethics, uh, reaching out to the family. And so it was great to see our, our kids or great to have our kids see the response of a community when you're doing great things all the time. Hmm. Yeah. That's cool to hear that, you know, how the community, and like you said, not even just the Lakota community, but even the football community just completely wrap their arms around you, you know, especially with everything you were going on. Um, and, and for me, Mike, you know, when you tell about your experience or the story, like, I think like, you know, in your case, like, you know, personally, there's so much going on, you know, you're losing a friend, you're losing, you know, obviously a, um, an assistant coach, someone that you worked alongside. And then to think like, yeah, you're the one, which I think is commendable that you said you, you want to be the one to break the news. Like you want the, your team to be able to lean into you and the other coaching staff during this time. Um, but also how difficult that had to be for you to, you know, no one ever wants to get bad news, but then especially when we're talking about, you know, a room full of a bunch of young men um, and just how difficult that had to be for you personally, but then also, you know, as a coach and a leader of these men as well. Um, but then also really cool to hear you say, you know, the young men, they stepped up and they said, you know, that we want to play for, you know, Coach Otney. We want to go out there and do this. And, um, you know, and obviously they would have the right to react in any way that they wanted to, but that was how they responded to it. They responded to it with here's adversity. We've had football adversity before, but this is adversity like we've never faced before. And let's face it forward, um, you know, and try to play football and try to lead the team and yeah. rally around the community. Yeah, no, like it was it was it, there were there were there was good that came out that came from this. Unfor- you know, and with every with every tragedy, there's got to be good that finds its way through this and, and, and mm-hmm. light shine through, you know, um, through through the through the through what we went through um in that in that time yep so then as you were alluding to then earlier you know it wasn't even three weeks later very short period of time um you lose another assistant coach then um you know coach adam good you know what i mean that's just a second sucker punch uh you know did the how did the team react to obviously two very tragic events in such a short period of time like did they respond in the exact same way or did that shake them up? Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, no, it's it's crazy. So, so Coach Good had passed 18 days after uh, John had passed, and um, actually, it was two weeks um, after John had passed. Like Coach Good kind of like went away from our program, right? So he got he got ill, and uh, and so he just kind of just wasn't there. Um, and kids kept asking him. So listen, well, he's just he's he's, he's He's ill. He's ill. Can't be around. And I'll never forget it. 
I was in this chair um, and we just got done watching film. Well, and I kids were leaving and Adam's dad called me and he says, Mike, are you sitting down? And I'm like, and that's, it was just went silent. And he goes, you know, I go, you never want to hear, are you sitting down and with what he's been going through? And I go, I, and again, my exact words was to him is, was, I went right to, you know, you know, Mr. Good, I, 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 you know, I, I pray for you. I don't have the words. Um, you know, that's a, that was the second son he had buried in the, in the last two years, you know? So I, I instantly went to that and just, you know, be there, be there as, as a friend, uh, be there as a, um, a friend of his sons, you know, for them. And then instantly it's like, how in the heck are we going to do this again? Mm-hmm. And so I uh, made the decision that listen, let's just practice. So I went and told the coaches, our coaches again. And, and I said, coach, I think we should need to practice. And then after practice, we'll tell the kids, you know, um, we got a task at hand and I guess, you know, uh, we got to move through this. You know, that's kind of like we kind of it was it was crazy. And I'll, I'll, I'll segue into like our, our shirts and that we had made during the season. And I had no idea the meaning would come, you know, as full circle as it did, unfortunately. Um, and so we went and had practice and we got the kids down and brought them in like I normally do after practice. And just. Again, guys, I don't know even what to say. I don't even have any emotion right now, um, but uh, we just lost a second coach. Coach Good passed. Um, at about two o'clock today. And, uh, you know, you want to take it. And people ask it, like, well, what's it like? What was it like telling the kids? What was it like? And I said, the easiest way I can describe it is taking a, an aluminum baseball bat and swinging it as hard as you can at their stomachs. And that's what their faces look like. I mean, as, as hard as you can, giving it to Albert Pools or whoever you want to do it. And you swing as hard as their gut, boom, in the, you know, air, oxygen, just lost pale you know what do you what do you do you know so like, like i said two weeks prior this is the first time that they've experienced a tragedy of that of that nature right something you ripped off and then now within two weeks you just did it again hmm. and you know it was it was kind of like and at that point it was it was like numb you know i, I again but again our community our, you know, people wrap their arms around us. Um, our parents was great. Our, our educators here were awesome. Our teachers were awesome for our kids. Um, and, you know, especially with the young guys, that, that was tough because Coach Good ran our JV program and did a great job with our JV program. Um, he, he had a desire to be a head coach, and we were grooming him as much as we could to hopefully have that opportunity at a program someday. I mean, he'd come in, and, and, and every, I say everybody needs to get Coach Good on their program because – He'd always be, you need anything else before I go? Need anything else before I go? And just the, the, the nature of like the kids got to see the game in a different, I, I, I want to use the word term soft side, but like he brought a soft side to the game, meaning knowledge and just that care and that comfort. And, you know, and I, I rarely, I think I, I heard him yell twice in his two years here, you know, here. And, you know, so having him there and having him as a backbone, our, our younger guys took that one hard took that one hard and we're going to do some things for them. You know, um, there, there was, there, there haven't been, there hasn't been a ceremony for him yet. <laughs> decided not to do that. So that was tough for our kids. Um, so um, our kids just recently came to me and says, coach, uh, 
um, they were struggling with it. And I go up, you know, I've been struggling with it too. And so we had a great conversation about four or five weeks ago, um, just between myself and our players, um, just to, to have that conversation, to have that in-depth, um, has been amazing. And, and it, and it just, it's a test, you know, of, of our kids and the, the parents they have and the coaches we have around them and all their programs and to see them to develop, uh, to who they are is, is absolutely amazing. And again, like I said, Carrie, they were the first ones to send another football and reach out. I, again, they won the state championship this year and I got the opportunity to, to get an award down at the state um, clinic. And, and I told, when I got to speak, I said, I don't think it was unparalleled that they won a state championship. Those were the first two, you know, the first guys to reach out for us, you know, to be there to just show, it showed their character um, of their coaches, of their players. I mean, how did, you know, coach Donaldson stopped over um, that Tuesday and he just, they let, he walked in my room and, you know, I've met him twice and he just gave me a big hug and he's like, I couldn't, I couldn't call. I couldn't, you know, send a letter. He's like, I, I just had to come see you. He goes, I don't even know. You know, he's like, this is like a movie, man. He's like, I don't, I don't know anybody, any program that has dealt with this, you know? Um, and so, but, uh, so it was just, again, like I said, nice to have that support and stuff, but then, you know, again, we, it's time to go battle and our kids, you know, our kids handled it the best way they could have. Um, and it was, it was, I was very, very, very proud of them. Very proud of our kids, especially our young guys. You know, mm-hmm. our young guys really stepped up, and our young guys really, you know, did a great job. And I'm, I'm so, I'm, I'm super excited to see, you know, what they continue to do for our program. I think we're going to learn some of that all, all over again, and 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 per se. Um, but I'll give you this, and you guys can ask a couple questions. And um, but uh, you know, people asked. You know, well, how do you do that? How do you move forward? How do our kids move forward? And so I told our kids it's this, right? So if you if you look up all these, you know, old parables and different things, and, and so on the back of our shirts this season, and, and I don't know, it kind of came on me. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big guy, of like getting some phrases and different things. And so the, on the back of our shirts this season, I had the bull doesn't care. The bull doesn't care, right? And there was it was kind of like a, a two-edged thing. Our thing was, was this is, you know, um, Nobody cares that, that we're Lakota, right? We're still the old same Lakota and nobody cares. We've got 12 seniors coming back and, uh, but we don't care if we see it, a state championship caliber team, we know we got to go do our job, right? We're done rolling over for people. And that was kind of like the thought process behind our model going in there. Because obviously if you, if you put a, if you put a bull rider on a bull, he doesn't care how good that bull rider is. His job is to do what? Knock him off. Right. So the bull doesn't care how good, how many world titles he's won. His job is to knock him off. Well, then, you know, you go through what we've gone through. Um, and I kind of told him this, I go, you know, it's kind of crazy. We start looking at our shirts, guys. And they said, but, uh, you know, you look at, um, you know, look at the bull bison, right? Out in Colorado, out in Minnesota, the big old bull bison. I go, that bull sees a storm coming. And instead of sitting there and getting cold, right? So if you look at it, if you look at a cow, a normal cow will just kind of sit and, and shiver and it'll wait, it'll wait for the storm to pass. That bull bison doesn't. The storm's gonna happen no matter what. So what we gotta do is you gotta move, we gotta move forward inch by inch, moment by moment, day by day, game by game. We just gotta move forward. It doesn't mean it's not gonna hurt. It doesn't mean we're not gonna go through the same storm. It doesn't mean we're gonna hit different, you know, um, Weather, you know, that is going to be raining hard. It's going to be more windy, you know, through that storm at different points. It's going to happen. 
but you, we can either sit and allow it to happen or we can figure out how to move forward. Hmm. And I go, maybe that was a, the saying on our shirt. And, and that's all we did. We just, we just kind of moved and, and, and did and went. Um, and I'm thankful. I, I think that we were in football season. Hmm. If we weren't in football season, I don't know how we would have handled it. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool to hear that story, you know, with the shirt and, um, yeah, you know, and just being able to look back and, you know, that, that model from the very beginning and then obviously how that ended up playing, um, playing a much bigger role and meaning much more than what you could have ever attended it at the very beginning of the season, you know, obviously just thinking from a football perspective, I'm sure for the most part at the, you know, with that initial setting and then obviously becoming what it was. Um, and again, it's really cool just how you say that the young men, just the way that they stepped up and handled it. And yeah, I mean, I can't even imagine wrap my mind around the second time. It would almost be like, is this like, are you serious? Like what are like, you know, again, just the, I'm sure, you know, hairpin being able to hear being dropped in that room um, and just everyone being so quiet. Just yeah. so much to take in again for the coaches, for the athletes, for everybody involved. Um, and um, yeah. It just respect to you uh, for leading the team and the way the team has handled it. So as far as, you know, football wise, then, you know, how, how did the season end up? You know, yeah. this is very early in the season. You have these two, you know, very tragic yeah. um, passing away, you know, how did the season end? You know, was it, again, like you said, I think it's cool that you said the football season ended up being a good thing that you were in football season to be able to rally together. Um, but you can kind of, yeah, explain on the field and off the field, what did the rest of the season look like? Yeah, no, uh, we, we, we did, we did well. Um, you know, our, 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 our young guys, our, I call them our next guys up, our JV guys, they, they went seven and one, um, and, you know, lost, uh, lost their, their long game, um, by two points. Um, so, so they were in there the thick of it for, for that one too. But, uh, and then our, our varsity program and, and all of our guys, you know, have, part of our of our season right but our, our varsity football program uh, we went seven and three um it's the first seven one season in like 17 years um it's uh, first time in school history that we earned a playoff spot uh so that was pretty neat we got uh, second in the league uh behind uh, a powerhouse of hopewell and our kids played their tails off in that game i think that game went, was 21 to three you know i think if we get a first down you know going into uh um that third quarter, I think, could have potentially been a different different site. But hey, the game doesn't go that way. It's a game game of inches. Um, when, when we miss it by just a little bit, and uh, like I said, our, our kids our kids were awesome. Um, they were resilient. They 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 bust their tails. Um, they worked hard every day in practice, and just you know, again, even with the media attention um, and the way that they got it from uh, and handled it, because it's been. I don't think Lakota's probably ever had this much media attention, whether how it came, right. Our kids handled it like men. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it was, it was unbelievable um, the, to hear them be interviewed, um, to hear them be responsive um, to the coaches, families. All right. To a way that they stepped up. I'm going to um, John's wife still teaches. She teaches at Vanguard. So my players will come in all the time and say, Hey coach, we saw Sarah today. You know, so they, they go in and check. They man, I'm gonna get choked up because they go and they check on her. You know, um, mm. and that's a that's a man thing to do. You know what I mean? And so that came from obviously their parents, but I'd like to say, you know, say it came from our coaching staff. You know, as well. 
And so just, it's just neat to see that the, the success that they had. Um, but I also, you know, I'll say this, and it wasn't up to about probably about five weeks ago that, um, you know, to sit back and really realize, you know, all that good stuff, like I said, you know, seven and three first earned playoffs, you know, I think we played a heck of a game against Eastwood, who's been a powerhouse for, for years. Um, we beat Gibsonburg in, in over, no, not in overtime. We went for two, so we didn't go into overtime and got it. And our kids made that decision, you know, and 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 beat Gibsonburg for the first time. Um, and I, I, I want to say in 19 years or something like that. Um, first time our, our kids in, in overtime, we beat Calvert. Lakota's never beat Calvert in football, you know. So I get so many firsts. It was awesome, but I will I will say this: as as much fun as we had with those. I don't know if our kids really got to enjoy winning the way winning is supposed to be won. Mm-hmm. You know, and you look back and you go, because like, you know, some talking to the kids and I've talked to a couple of our guys are like, ah, coach, we're not sure if we're going to come out with football this year. I'm like, what are you guys talking about? And coach, we're not really sure if we had fun. I'm like, we, we had fun, we won. And, you know, I had to start and I had to go and reflect on it because, you know, I had to lean on a couple, you know, a couple of my pastors and different things of just you know, get out of my own thoughts. Cause you know, you start going, you know, football is not there anymore. And you're like, man, like, you, you start, you don't go in your head alone because you're going to kick your butt every single time. Right. And so I'm man enough to say, listen, I had guys, I had to go talk to somebody because you, same thing. And I go to, so if you felt an ounce the way I felt in December and January, then I understand where you're at. So I didn't bust their chops. I didn't go, well, you're not playing. I'm like, I understand. Mm-hmm. And I can understand if you guys don't want to come out. I hope you guys do. I think we'll be a better, 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 better team. And they're like, you know, but some somebody like hey, Lakota's really never won. Lakota's never gone to the playoffs. And how is that not fun? I think we it got to the point for us where was we had we had self proclaimed pressure. Nobody but pressure on us. But I think each individual had a little bit of pressure on themselves. We didn't do it as coaches, right? We didn't, we wanted to, we wanted to play in honor of our coaches. We didn't want to play for our coaches, right? I kept telling the kids that play in honor for the coaches, right? How would they play the game? How would they respond to the game? Don't go play for them because if you play for them, you're going to do it for the wrong reasons, right? But play in honor for them. But I still think, you know, we're human beings. We're men. You know, we got egos. We're going to go play for coach. We're going to win for coach. And so I think we all wore that, whether we said it or not, we all wore it. And when that happens is you you get more relieved that you didn't lose than you enjoyed winning. Mm. And I think our kids went through that. You know what I mean? I, I, I really don't know if our kids got to enjoy the, 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 the fruits of their labors, of their hard work, of their, their I don't want to say mental toughness because we cried, we did different things, but like to continue to push through, right? Because I don't want to, I don't want to put that mental toughness out. They, they bottled it all in because we didn't. Right. Um, we talked about it a lot. We brought people in to talk to us. And and so but like to continue to push through the way they, they did was unbelievable. Um, and then, like I said, you start looking at it. And it's like. I don't know how much I enjoyed winning. Hmm. I think I got more relieved that we didn't lose. Right. Because we can't let people down. My eyes are kind of on us now and not on us of like. Oh, wow. They're doing well. And we were doing well. And I think people were watching like, wow, they're doing well. But on, on the, the, the backpacks that we were carrying, right. The guys that strapped up every Friday night and our shoulder pads, it was, 
we got it. We got to win for coach. We got to win for the family. We got it. And, and do I, do I think they, they didn't enjoy completely? No, I think, I, I think we enjoyed moments. I think we, we really do enjoy this season, but when you look at it as a whole, I don't know if our athletes, our men got to enjoy the, the way that they should have, meaning, you know, you've been on a program that I think, what well, this was our eighth winning a season in school history. First time, like I said, earned playoffs, seven wins in seven in the 17 years. Like you guys, you guys did everything you said and worked to do, right? And but yes, we had these two tragedies. And so the philosophy of the of the season shifted. You know, and so um it was, like I said, a very it's very successful, very grateful, very proud of our young men. Cause I'll tell you this, I'll give you this one. And, and, and I don't know if uh, I've told these guys enough um, about it, but uh, I, I appreciate all of our players from our young guys um, to our older guys so, so much, not as a coach, but as a dad. Um, because there was a period of time there where my sons um, were resented football. They were scared of football. They didn't want dad to go coach because they didn't know if dad was going to come home. In their heads, that's what they – they associated football with death. And, you know, so as a dad, if our players didn't step up and did what they did this season and fight and claw and, 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 and show up in big moments, I don't know if my kids would have really enjoyed the game as, you know, I think they could have, but like by the end of the season, my kids were sold at football. They were ready to be the ball boys again. They were on the sidelines again, but for, for, for that, for a brief four or five weeks, my boys just they were they were scared of the game because they didn't know if dad was gonna come home, you know. And if it was again, if it wasn't for our players, I, I'm as a father, I'm so appreciative of them because that again, it, it was a that was a big task. You know, I'm sitting here talking about like, that was a big task on those young men, those 14, 15, and 16 and 17 year old boys. That was a big task for them to, to hold a community together. It was what they did, you know. Um, so Super proud of them. I'll talk about those those guys all day and start with our young guys, man. If, if from day one of our young guys, our JV guys didn't go, hey, we're going to go play, we could be having a whole different conversation. But because our young guys didn't, it, pro- it propelled us, and it just makes me proud of our program, our coaches, because that's that's where it comes from, you know, that, that, that resiliency and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, I had a great year. I mean, really, we did. Um, very, very, very happy with the, the support we've got from our administration and everybody out there and just, just so happy for our kids. Um, because, you know, I, I joke about this. We're no longer a game you can circle as a win, you know, um, on your, on your schedule. We're no, we're no longer the team you want to schedule for the homecoming games, you know? Mm. And so Fox <laughs> <laughs> laughing cause he knows. <laughs> I, I know, I know. Well, and throughout knowing what little I knew about your program, the leadership breakfast and, and the culture that you were building, I heard that news. And I remember I, I actually went out to get the paper to check the football scores on Saturday morning. I got a call and says, hey, you you never believe what happened. Oh, we're crushed. I heard the news. And I, I remember thinking to myself, of any program, there's things put in place already that are going to help them conquer this. They're going to get through this. 
I don't know how, but they rely on their faith, their culture, and rely on their leaders, and they'll get through it. And, you know, obviously, you didn't know, nobody knew that when those things were put in place at the beginning, you're going to really have to rely on these things. But, you know, you use the word blessed. Your your team, your community have been blessed to have those things in place. Hmm. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yep, absolutely. Yep. No, that's cool to hear you say, Brock. And and yeah, you know, I just thought similar. I was thinking that same process as Brock was saying, even as you were mentioned about the winning aspect, uh, you know, being different, kind of taken away from them. And uh, it, it's sad, but it makes sense, you know, and it, obviously it was just a much different season. And uh, yeah, like you said, the self-pressure that, you know, you may put on yourself as well. Um, but also, you know, just the reality for those kids and for those coaches to also realize like it is bigger than football. You know, and that's where those leadership meetings, that's where those types of things come into play as well. They're like playing football is awesome. It's a fun game. You know, winning is obviously more fun than losing. Um, but at the end of the day, yeah, winning potentially doesn't have the sweetness that it did before because I'm not only are you emotionally dealing with, you know, the loss, but also just realizing at the end of the day, like this is a game. And, you know, realizing the community is there to support you. And again, I, I just keep coming back. I think it's cool that you said that, the positive aspect of this actually happening during the football season and the way that, you know, the team, the coaches, athletes, everybody around was able to rally together um, and able to just, you know, process this together and use football, uh, you know, just to bring that community together during such a difficult time. So Mike, we really appreciate, uh, you know, appreciate your vulnerability, appreciate you opening up and just kind of sharing, you know, from your perspective and the season and such, um, you know, we wish you and Lakota football nothing but the best, you know, moving forward and hope the 2022 season, you know, coming up this fall, uh, you know, goes well as you continue to, you know, ride through adversity. You know, there's always going to be some type of adversity, you know, your ups and downs. And we just rooting for you, uh, you know, before we wrap up the podcast, though, any other questions or anything else you'd like to ask, Brock? No, it's always good talking to you, Mike. Thank you for, for sharing your time. Absolutely, guys. Listen, I guess, like I said, I'll, I'll – Anytime I get the chance to talk about our, our program, our kids, uh, we're going to take that opportunity because uh, they, they're, they're working hard. Our coaches work hard. Um, uh, blessed with the coaches and staff that, we, that we've been able to put together, coaches that have stepped in, you know, add some new coaches to, to, to our program this year, and it's because of what our kids have done, right? Coach, guys from the outside have watched, and they want to be a part of what we're doing and what we're building. So so absolutely blessed that way. And like I said, um, just uh, – Love the opportunity um, to to be able to talk about our guys and, and love. I've been I've been kind of going back and watching some of your podcasts. You, you, you do a great job, you know, putting these together and and and, and highlighting our our, our our Northwest Ohio community um, at many levels. So uh, kudos to you uh, for the awareness you bring to, to to our local communities and our local kids and athletes. Appreciate that, Mike. Appreciate it. Appreciate you and everything that you are doing for that community over there. So thanks again for your time. Uh, and this has been a really eye opening, very good interview. I really appreciate your vulnerability. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Mike. This has been the Hometown Highlights Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this conversation. For similar interviews, you can subscribe to the podcast. Thanks again to our sponsors at Hitchings Insurance. Thanks for your time, and we look forward to the next show.